Data and analytics are an integral part of live sports broadcast. A lot of data and analytics are generated on every single game, athlete or sport. Now, how do companies who generate this data decide on what kind of data and analytics needs to be generated? And how is that data and analytics delivered to the consumer? Yes, today we have with us Christian Marco, Chief Innovation Officer of Stats Perform, and Christoph Hasler, CEO of Native Waves. Welcome to the show, Christian and Christoph. So the last time Christoph was on the show, we discussed ultra-low latency, and today we will talk about data and analytics in live sport. Yeah, so let's start with you, Christoph, if we may. How important okay. is this live data and analytics to live sports broadcast? Yeah, so about data, I think it plays actually a very important role. So I think it's a key role to connect also the fan um, to what's happening in the sports game, for example. Because if you think about it, sports experience are, are actually very personal. So if I'm a fan of a team or if I'm a fan of a player, I want to know everything about them. And that might not be the same case for another person uh, because everyone has different favorites. So data then for me plays the key role to then also deliver the information I want in a personalized manner. And then this is also for, if we look at broadcast, a necessity to create a personalized live media event experience to integrate data in it. Yeah, that brings us nicely onto you then. Christian, what kind of data and analytics are available from live sport events? What can you take and display? Well, I think nowadays it's everything and anything really. So you do have the, the opportunities. I mean, it all starts with, you know, the standard scoring information, red cards, yellow cards, but also just standard timing, which is absolutely key to, to create this engagement, which is just basic for every single broadcast. But then you need to go deeper. And I think that's, that's where I think we really come in as a business to drive uh, deeper analytics, deeper data in terms of performance information, to just understand how many shots did a particular player had in a game? How many passes did they have? Was there a pass from in a, into the final third or, or was it from somewhere else? I think it's, it's really going deeper on that level, but then also as a next step, going into tracking data and being able to combine all of that. So really identifying you know, all the movements of every individual player and how can you package it up and create new metrics, new insights, and new experience on, on, on the back of that? And I think one, one really new data set or, or a new trend that's happening right now, it's going into um, AI-driven analytics. So we really start not just using the data and creating some descriptive metrics around it, create combining that with historical data. It's about what is expected to happen. Does a player overperform or underperform in a particular game and uh, putting that really into context on, on what we expect to happen and at the baseline that all comes down to having the relevant data available to be able to do all these predictions and bring it back to life. Yeah but how do you choose how do you determine what data and what of this data are interesting for, for the viewers? Um, I think that's for us, it's really multiple angles that, that we consider here. You do have on the one hand, I think our strong relationships that we do have with some of the biggest broadcasts in the world, which is fundamental for us. You know, they will help us to, you know, work on concepts together, but also taking these concepts, put them on screen um, and testing that out with their users. Also doing their homework and doing their user research and, and figuring out on what their viewers want to see. Um, is, is a key key input for us to just derive on what we are focusing on and how we can bring these things to life together with the customer. 
Secondly, it's our own user research. So, you know, we do our homework as well. So we identify, okay, what is important, what does really resonate, you know, going out, having these conversations ourselves, but also using our direct to consumer channels. So um, if you take Opta Cho as an example, which I think is one of the most popular Twitter handles in, in the UK, talking about sports, you know, that's more or less our consumer channel, where we have the opportunity to take some of our ideas, some of our concepts, some of our new metrics, to push them out to the consumers and get the instant feedback. Does it get likes? You know, what is the conversation around it? What is the feedback on any of these metrics that, that we put out and any of these stories that we tell on the back of the data that we generate? And I think last but not least is really where we are as a business. We really are at the intersection of different markets. So it's not just the broadcast space, it's the media space more holistically, but it's also the betting space and, and the team performance space. So work with a lot of the leagues, you know, official data partner of, of, of the Premier League as an example, uh, where we work with most of the Premier League clubs, with La Liga clubs and so on and so forth, which is going really, really deep there and helping them to make better decisions. You know, how do they prepare for a game? How do they, you know, decide on their next player that they, they're going to buy. And data is just playing a fundamental role in that. And I think it's it's all of that. You you understand and, and, and what is important. What are the talking points? What do a club look into? What are these things that they are interested in? What is a better interested in to make a betting decision? Being able to, to understand that, I think helps us enormously to just you know, drive new concepts and get into the different market segments and test it out with our wider customer base. Um, where obviously broadcast is one of the key areas that, you know, gets most engagements from the customers and, and drives a lot of the reactions that will then help other segments as well. So Christoph, what Christian's saying there all makes perfect sense, but what are the main challenges in delivering this data and the analytics to the TV viewer um, at a live event? Yeah, so, I mean, what we are thinking a lot about it, native waves, is then also how we connect this now to user experience. So there are vast amounts of data out there. And now the, the question is what to show for which sports, to which user, which point in time, basically. So it's also different for each sport a bit. So a motorsport might be completely different for football. Um, if you look at the data perspective, what to show and when. So we are there thinking, how can we improve this for the users? And then what I said in the beginning, how to make also personalized experience out of it. And there it's great to, to work, for example, with a partner like Stats Perform to really identify the, the key points, what a user also wants to have. So for example, if you take football, for example, it's then really critical to identify what does a user want to have in a specific situation, like a, like a goal shot, right? So there are now these cool data analytics, for example, this predictions value. So how probably is that the ball goes now in into the net? And then to be able to show exactly this information, the user at the right time and in, in his experience, I think there it's very, very it's crucial then to have that in place. So and I think there just the challenge is, is to to define this user experience and also then to make an, a dynamic solution that adapts for individual sports. Yeah, I, I was thinking that how how do how do people go about, uh, you know, well, okay, what role does uh, does this play in personalization? Because you know you, you you're very about personalization. How does that work? So, so basically, with the personalization aspect, so 
there are many different elements to user experience also and then in, in, in the end about the personalization you also have video you have audio content and then there is the data and I, and I think where data plays the key role there is is to hold it all together so for example as we what, what we did um, for example in motorsport is we started out and, and did our synchronized experience where you could show different videos and, and also audios like different onboard cameras helicopter cameras perfectly in sync with for example the tv broadcast but then as soon like we started out without data but we soon realized actually that the data really brings then this this level of immersion you, you need and then also to, to keep it then to the next level so and then just simple small data to start with for example ranking information timing information just to so do you already feel the increase in user experience and then to be able to show really like this deep data like also what we have in football and so on to really be able to analyze what's going on and to have this personalized experience i think there that data is basically the glue to hold all this content together to make a meaningful experience to the user so christian is it yeah. um possible to deliver up to the minute live data to viewers from games yeah, I think it's, I, I would even paraphrase that and not saying up to the minute. I think up to the minute is just not good, uh, good enough anymore. I think it's really, it needs to be real time. Just echoing on what Christoph said, it's about the, the user experience. It's about now. It's about what is happening at that point in time. I want to have all the information at my fingertips when any, anything happens on the field. I think great example from Christian, uh, Christoph of if you take a goal and that the ball is going in at that point in time, I want to know everything around that. I want to know what was the expected goal value for that particular uh, shot to be converted to, to be a goal. Is that, I know, the, the gets, gets that uh, the, the user or the player to the, to the um, uh, ranking, top of the rankings. You know, all these things, I think that's, that's so important to connect it with all the other life experience that can be generated around it. But also connecting with all the historical data, bringing all this data to life, but without, you know, destroying the user experience. So it's a, it's a very fine line on, you know, not being intrusive, but still delivering additional value. And I think data is just absolutely key to it. And I think it's, it's more important than ever to be able to deliver all this type of content in, in real time or in near real time. So it can really increase or improve the, the user experience by showing the information at the relevant point when the user wants to see it and uh, not a minute later or a couple of seconds later. It's really when it happens, I want to see it and I want to have all the surrounding information about, um, about that event, about that action that just took place um, on screen. So I think that that's really one of the key things and also drives the personalization. So I think it's not just the, the, you know, the content of when it gets shown, but also what the user wants to see. The user need to be flexible. I want to see, and I want to have a different view of the game than you might want to have when we both watch the same game. So I think it's, it's absolutely key to to leverage the personalization, which is at the end of the day driven by um, by data, and uh, which where data is just creating the underlying experience. And I think all the additional models, all the additional you know AI services that drive recommendation that drive uh, all these personalization experiences. This has just become more and more important. And, you know, a, a challenge of that in the past was always, it need to be live. 
And I think a lot of these things were hard to basically do live, but technology is advancing. And I think we are, we are really trying to push the boundaries there to make sure that all the content that might just be relevant from a post-match point of view, if you're in a team performance space, where you do have a completely different use case, you know, data can be delayed. Some of these insights metrics can be created overnight. That's not the case in broadcast. It's now, it's life. And I think it's, it's really important to deliver all these content at the point. You mentioned their use cases, Christoph. I, I wonder whether, uh, oh, well, I can't help thinking that there must be um, other uses, other applications for this technology, apart from just viewer experiences. Who else can benefit from this? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So especially to just continue with the point. So if you think about data is also live and we, we get this cool experience and then we, we have this at home, but then just think about if you take a football game, for example, it can also be beneficial to, to referees, uh, medical staff and trainers to really make a deep uh, in-depth analysis on what's going on. So if there happens something, then a medical can, uh, staff can, can assess it first from different angles of the game, but then also get necessary data, what's happened, what led to it, and so on, and then act upon it. And also a trainer can live on the fly analyze why maybe his, his top star is not performing this game well, and, and then make actions directly during the game uh, while everything is going on. And I think there this experience really then shines is what you can actually do and how it impacts also directly on the field and not just the viewers at home. So finally, Christian, um, you're giving consumers a taste of something that I'm sure they're going to want a lot more of going forwards. Where do you see the future of data and analytics in live sports? Uh, where, where do you see it going from here? I think it's it's sort of what has already been said. So I think it's a, it's a lot about well-being around personalization. Uh, so providing the relevant information to the right point to the right audience, the right user, and what they want to see, but also providing the the ability to to interact. So interactivity will become quite an important topic going forward as well. You know, I want to, uh, you know, I, I just want to basically get more out of my experience. Now, when you're now watching a game or when you watch anything, you will be on your second screen, you will be on your phone, you want to do something there. I think we'll transfer the back and create that into the experience. And that will also mean that we need to generate new data sets, which might not just be the standard sports data sets as we know them today, like the performance data or the tracking data. That's going deeper and will be very specific to create a different user experience and allow the creation of these different user experience. And I think really with, you know, what has happened over the last few years in the, in, in technology with, you know, cloud computing becoming the standard, which basically just delivers unlimited compute power, AI making massive progress in terms of what you can actually do in terms of automation, in terms of predictions, in terms of you know just going so much deeper than what a human could ever do you know human could never provide all these insights at that point in time and i think that's that's really the revolution that's still ahead of us which started and i think we are already in there and you saw see the first outputs of that but there's still a lot to come and i think it, it will be you know to support personalization support interactivity but also making sure you can create all the content more or less in real time to allow this convergence across all the different markets, which might be relevant in broadcast, will be relevant for the coach on the sideline, will be relevant to the sports better who wants to take a betting decision. I think it will be across the board. It's scaling that operation 
and being able to automate that uh, as much as possible by using AI technology. So before we finish up, Christoph, if people watching this want to find out a little bit more about data analytics and what yourself and Christian have been talking about, where should they head to? Yes, I mean, definitely on, on, the, on the website. So we also um, showcase some of the examples there. And there is also, of course, a contact. So we're always happy to do some showcases to really then show where this can lead to and also like explain what the vision is and to really go deep into what's possible with, with current technologies, which you actually don't see out in the wild today, but we are making sure that it will be soon. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this, uh, where this goes. Well, thanks very much to uh, to Christoph and Christian for coming in today. It's been really very interesting to hear about the challenges and the technology. And thanks also, of course, to Media Proxy for their support of Kit Plus TV. Find out more about them at mediaproxy.com. Don't forget, you can listen to Kit Plus TV on the move with our podcast. And we'll see you next time.